Radio 2012. My name is Todd Adams. My name is Kathy Adams. Happy New Year. Happy New Year, everybody. Um, we're going to be talking about a movie. Yes. Tree of Life. Yeah, well, we're going to be talking. We'll discuss the movie, but we'll also discuss it in the context of family and parenting. Yeah, and so life. The, so even if you didn't see the movie, yeah, it doesn't or matter. if you saw it and you don't like it, no need to turn it off. No, it's all good. This, we'll talk about lots of yeah, stuff. Yeah, we're going to tie the, the ends together. We will. We'll, well, the best that we can. Right. I don't know if that's possible with that movie. No, but. I'm going to do it. Okay. <laughs> even though I had a lot of questions after it was over. Did you? You didn't really ask no, me that many questions. No, it was one of those movies We were that, very quiet. Yeah, anyways. Um, so we're brought to you by three sponsors now. Awesome. We're excited about a third sponsor um, called Tree of Life Chiropractic here in Elmhurst, Illinois. And how cool that Tree of Life Chiropractic is our sponsor, and we're talking about the movie Tree of Life. Is that a coincidence? It, actually, it was. We just put that together about five minutes before right. we started uh, taping, so it's just one of those big, broad, cool, well, universal And when things. I said, is it a coincidence, whenever I say that, that actually means things fit perfectly together. Perfect. The term coincidence means things coincide. Two, so they, two sides. So coincide. they fit perfectly together yeah. versus this kind of weird, rare... That it's a fluke. Yeah, fluky thing. No. And it's not. There's no such thing yeah, as coincidence. Yeah, coincidence is one of those words that got turned around to mean something else that it doesn't mean. Actually, the opposite. Exactly the opposite. Coincidence is perfection. So we're brought to you by Tree of Life Chiropractic Center um, and Poofin. Poofin, our lovely uh, Poofin pillows. And Avid Company. So yes. we have three sponsors. Yay. We have a lot of responsibilities. I know we do. We have to serve them. I'm I'm up to the task. Are you? So yes. am I. Okay. So, am I. so um, should we get into this movie? Okay. So first of all, if you don't know the movie we're talking about, there is a movie that came out, I think, a while ago. Because it's already on DVD. Yeah, it was a summer. Uh, but it's being talked about again because it's probably going to be nominated for some Oscars. And I know it was for Golden Globes, right? Was I don't it nominated know. for Golden Globes? You know all that I know. Stuff. I know. I, it probably was. But regardless, there's a lot of Oscar talk. It's on a lot of the best uh, movie lists. Mm-hmm. Like um, one list I looked at, it was three. Another list, it was five. Regardless, it's also kind of a controversial movie because it's a big, big, broad movie. Mm-hmm. And um, it's not simple, and it's not a comedy. And, well, it's... and it's not a typical movie. It's actually unlike any movie I've ever seen. Yes. And here's the thing. If I would have gone into this movie not knowing anything about it, I think I would have left the experience... Um, it would have been harder for me to handle. But because I talked to a few people about it and said, be prepared for a, a really a not normal movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'll, and I'll, I'll give you my example of what that means. With At about tw- at the 20-minute mark in the movie, there's like this 15-minute non-verbal montage. Nature sequence. It's a nature sequence, 15 minutes into the movie that mm-hmm. lasts about 15 minutes. I know. And you're like, what am I, is this like a screensaver? Like, right. But having said that, it had a point. Oh, yeah. And it was a glorious 15 minutes. Yes. And it was an unbelievable uh, piece of movie making. Like, I don't know how... It's almost cool that we didn't know. I mean, now people listening know that it lasts a while, but it's almost cool that we didn't know because you get engrossed in it. Right. Because if you think it's just a moment, you're like, oh, well, let me pay attention to this, but it goes on and on and on, and it's really beautiful, Mm -hmm. and it really brings you in. Um, So the reason I say it is for those who might want to rent it, um, it helped me to know that it wasn't a typical movie. Yeah, and I had read a lot about this movie this summer. Maybe when it came out or before it came out, I get all my Entertainment Weekly magazines and such. And I think the movie was made actually a few years ago. Mm-hmm. It took a while for it to be done and to get out. And, and there's big names in it. Brad Pitt, Sean Penn. I mean, this is it's not no names. I mean, these wonderful child actors who right. are fantastic. But um, they, you know, there was a lot of buzz around it. I think it was at a film festival okay. and it won some awards. So regardless... Like Todd said, it's nothing that you've pro- you've ever seen before, and in it's not 
done. If you know any uh, Terrence Malick movies, which it took us a while to kind of come up with a few, but we did. Thin Red Line. Thin Red Line, A New World. Yeah. It's the same kind of thing where there's a narration mm -hmm. over it. It's a lot of about visuals. It's right. a lot about the editing. So it's not your typical story. Right. Um, but it it's very deep, and it is um, based around, I mean, there's a lot of topics going on, but around a family. Mm-hmm. And um, the reason dealing with loss, dealing with loss mm -hmm. in many different ways, yes, and also dealing with who they are, right. and why they're here, right? Um, and they all kind of think of it differently, but it all comes through their grieving process, right? And um, gosh, I don't, I, I'm worried we're going to give too much away. Yeah, I think I'd rather give too little away than too much. The grieving thing, you, that, that's right at the beginning, so that's nothing. Yeah, that... you're not. We're not ruining anything by saying that. I, I don't want to say what they're sad about because right. that might ruin it, but. They have a reason to be sad. Yes, they do. Um, and I think that what was interesting to me was it, how, I mean, gosh, I, I I really went there with this movie. I was, like, lost in it. And I had a few um, minutes uh, where I would come up for air a little bit and kind of take in what I was seeing. And as Todd and I discussed, I would understand why certain people wouldn't want to watch it. Well, and we were listening to the radio yesterday, and there was a critic on Bill Mahler's WGN, WGN yeah. show. Bill Mahler, that's your buddy. That's my friend, yes. You're on WGN radio a lot with him. Yes, I am. And um, the critic uh, liked it, but Bill Mahler said he couldn't stand it. And a right. lot of people said that like this is the worst movie they've ever seen. Right. Like, it's just a ridiculous, silly movie. Right. And um, so I, I say that just to kind of prepare people that it's a different movie. Like, it really strikes a chord either really positively, which it did for you and I. Yeah, yeah. Or very negatively saying this is stupid. And the thing is, is I don't think it's about a smart thing. It's mm -hmm. not like, oh, if you're smart, you get it. And if you don't, in no way are we, like, saying that if you don't like it, there's a problem. I think this is – it's like any other movie. If you don't like it, it doesn't connect with you. Um, but there was something – to me, very um, so much personal awareness and so much uh, thought about why we're here and what our intention is mm -hmm. in life, and how we're all connected, and um, and also how our parent on the very um, more surface level how our parents uh, affect, affect us, us. Yeah. in such a deep, profound way that we almost know them better than ourselves because mm -hmm. we watch them mm -hmm. and we experience them. Mm -hmm. And we don't really know ourselves. Right. We're just kind of, you know, when we're when we're born, we do, right? Mm -hmm. You know, we're kind of doing our thing. But then all of a sudden, these two people or one person, depending on your household, starts to tell us how to live. Well, and the movie is centered around the relationship between Brad Pitt, who plays the father, and this mm -hmm. little boy. And well, his three sons, three but sons. mostly the one, the first, the, the oldest, oldest, Sean one. Penn as an adult. And, you know, to bring it back to Zen Parenting Radio, there, you know, it's all about the amount of influence that we have over oh. our children. Like, we kind of think we have a lot, but we have even more than we think. Right. Good or bad. Mm -hmm. And it, and we are affecting these kids' entire lives in this moment mm -hmm. and how we deal with them. Are we going to deal with them from a place of love? Mm -hmm. Or are we going to deal with them from a place of fear, mm -hmm. which we saw both of in right. the movie we last did. night? Yeah. That's the other thing, too. It's not very defined mm -hmm. because we can sit here and say, um, it, first of all, it's set in the 50s. Right. So there's a different kind of discipline that occurred then. Right. You know, we have to give um, you know, attention to that time period that, that discipline was different right. and that maybe there was more threats or more yelling or more my way or the highway, and it just was the time. Right. Um, and that really we discussed afterwards how – the dad character he 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 wasn't all bad no he wasn't he was a he was conflicted between fear and love 
And and he also didn't know who he was, yeah. or he felt that he had already lost himself and was trying to help his children not do that. Right. And he also was trying to do what he knew how to do, right. which was, I want to raise my boys to be strong. Mm-hmm. You know, like there's a scene where he's teaching them to fight. Yeah. And I thought, we haven't even talked about this, but he's like, hit me, hit, hit me. And his boys will not hit him. Right. Because it's and, their dad. And he gets frustrated. He gets angry with them. Because he, they're not hitting him in the face. Like, right. He's teaching them how to punch. How to tough, be tough. How too. to punch him in the palms and all that. He's like, no, hit me in the face. Hit me in the face. And he really wants right. them to. Neither of them would. Neither yeah. of them would. And he just gets frustrated. And he tells them that, you know, he's like, all right. He gets frustrated, but he doesn't He doesn't get mad at him. No, he, right. he says, just go in the house. We're yeah, done. Yeah. Um, but, you know, just about what parents think their role is in their child's life and how he... Through his experience of his life, mm-hmm. through his filter, he thought what he needed to teach his kids was how to be tough mm-hmm. and how to you know, make money, because mm-hmm. unfortunately he had issues with money, and how to be on top in mm-hmm. the world. And that was, and a lot of people still today think yeah, that, right? Yeah, I got some of my own baggage with money. As sure. For anybody who listens to the show, I, I worry about money even though it's probably not a real worry it's not something you know in the grand scheme of things that this this, this movie does is we worry about these littlest things and then they show these pictures these of of you know whether or not you believe in a higher power like this unbelievable world that we live in mm-hmm. and we're worried about if i'm going to be able to pay my credit card bill or if i'm late to jimboree right <laughs> or if you're late to jimboree and you know and it's funny because in the moment of course we have a feeling about it and there's nothing wrong that's very human but when you see the broad perspective of where we come from and right. what we're connected to and again you can call that god you can call that universe you can call that nature it doesn't have to become religious as much as realize your spiritual nature and your connection and then it's like, okay, so I'm a little late to gym. You know, it just is. And and interestingly enough, to go on a little tangent here, this morning I was listening to Oprah Radio, and it was a uh, <clears throat> an old show with Sarah Ban, uh, Ban, what's her last name, Sarah? Ben Bronick, that's it. Yeah, the Bronner. The Bronner. Anyway, she wrote a book called um, I don't know Simple who this Abundance. Lady is, by I know, way. but it's this. It was this book about how to um, experience gratitude in our everyday lives, and that even when you are struggling with the great, the biggest thing in your life, there are always things to still be grateful for, mm-hmm. and that's when you understand the bigger picture and the connection is that you may be in complete chaos with something, but you can say okay, this is chaos, this is overwhelming, or I'm grieving, mm-hmm. but I have people that I love that are going to help me. I have, a sh- I have a roof over my head so I can stay dry. Mm-hmm. I have, um, you know, whatever, you, you have the, the way to become okay again. Mm-hmm. It doesn't feel that way, right. but if you can start being more grateful and understanding. Well, even like the poorest people in this country would appear rich to other third oh, world yeah. countries. So like here, you know, if you see somebody you know driving down the road and you see a homeless person who has the ability to go to a homeless shelter right. like there's a, a part of me like oh i feel so bad for this guy but yet if you put in comparison to some you know weird third world country right. who doesn't have shelter and is starving to death literally right this person is rich and i don't know how that fits together what we're talking about but well, that it's all relative. Yeah. We all, and and our problems are not as big as we think they are. Right. Exactly. And and that we have, you know, again, let's get deep about the United States here, get a little patriotic, but we have freedom mm-hmm. to choose yeah, right. all the time. And here we are worried about 
these small things like we can that make... I just got my floor sanded and mm. then there's a scratch. Yeah, and I'm not really worried about that. I'm just giving that I as am. an where example. Is it? Show me, show me where it is. <laughs> that there's a cracked tile in my new bathroom, Arr. and really those things don't bother me. Mm-hmm. I notice them. Yeah, but I know that some people get very concerned about little, stuff. little things, and can they really trace it back to where that? started Mm -hmm. are they really worried about the crack tile Mm -hmm. or is it that someone might see it and think something about them and if that is the case is that true do you see how we can just keep taking this back like when i'm starting to become one of those therapists where someone will say to me um you know i'm sad about this and you know and because i'm feeling this way and then what's below that like i i get a visual when i'm talking to someone and they're sharing with me about take it a step further take it a step further you and i just did this in the car yesterday you were saying you were frustrated about something mm-hmm. and i said okay you're frustrated but what are you really feeling and i said uh i'm not being heard yeah well yeah i think we kind of narrowed yeah. it down to you are frustrated at someone and it's simply because they're not hearing you right but we most people stop at the frustration right and say, that person's wrong, I'm right. They don't dig any deeper. They don't dig any deeper. And it's like, but what are you really frustrated at? You're not being heard. And what is that about? Where did that come from? You don't have to answer this right, right. now. Okay, good, because I didn't know what I was going to say. <laughs> well, I just think, you know, we've talked about this before on the show, but those are one of those primal fears. Am I necessary? And that's, this goes back to the movie Tree of Life. Am I necessary in this existence? Right. Why am I here? Right. And who am I right. here? And why am? what am I supposed to do here? Mm-hmm. And what am I supposed to think about my existence here? And it's so broad. Mm-hmm. And, and there are no answers. Something that I put up on Facebook the other day was about how um, an author friend of mine named Tamara Gerlach wrote this quote about, the more we start to think about ourselves as an expert, the more that takes away from our imagination and curiosity because we start to box things in and say, this is the way it is, which is why I don't like parenting books that say, here's the definitive way to look at things. Even our advice. Absolutely. It's not definitive. Even things I've written right. in the last two years where I've been like, blah, 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 blah. Well, that's, some of that's kind of shifted. I don't mean that I've you know, changed complete it's perspective. Fluid. But it's fluid. It's either grown or mm-hmm. it's you know gotten bigger or whatever. And I think that um, when you start to n- narrow yourself down as an expert, I know this, I know this, if you lose the mystery, mm-hmm. and, I, and I feel like the older I get and the more I do know, because mm-hmm. now I've had 40 years of experience and a lot of experience in this world of helping people in therapy and you know being a, more of a spiritual teacher, I don't know a lot at all. Right. And that makes it a lot easier. Mm-hmm. You know? It makes it more fun, It makes too. it more fun and less weight on my shoulders. Right. Because I'm not, I think I used to think I was supposed to know it. Right. Right. So you're not supposed to know it. I know, and I I don't. Right. But I can share the way a way to look through it or mm-hmm. look at it. Are we getting so general right now? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I, I know we're kind of just talking to each other. Are we talking <laughs> in a microphone right now? Um, Tree of Life is the name of the movie. Yes. Tree of Life is the name of our sponsor. I know. How cool is that? Um, I I want to spend a few minutes talking about our new partner because it's that important. Mm-hmm. She's a, uh, they're a chiropractor. She is. It's a Dr. Kelly. Dr. Kelly. And uh, we want to talk about how you came to um, be in the chiropractic world, world. and where <laughs> I came from. Well, just, you know... I used to make fun of you because you used to go to a chiropractor when you had a headache. Most people did. Yeah. I, um, when I was a little girl, my mom's best friend, um, my mom's best friend's dad mm-hmm. was a chiropractor. So my mom understood chiropractic on a really... She understood it and believed in it, and it really helped her and my dad. So I think I went to the chiropractor for the first time when I was four or five. And my mom would take me to the chiropractor when I had a fever, when I had a headache, when I was tired. She used it as 
holistic wellness. Right. She used to, and I also went once a month just to stay yeah, like in a, alignment. Like a che- not a checkup, as a maintenance. Yeah, like, maintenance. Get your oil changed. Exactly. Get your oil changed, and that would be the first place I'd go, and I'd have a fever, and my friends would make fun of me. and I, It didn't really bother me because I did believe right. in it because I knew it had helped, but it was kind of a joke because people didn't understand it. And then I've stick – chiropractic has helped me in so many areas of my life. I, I, it's too much to talk about right now, but there was a time that I thought I had MS, mm-hmm. and chiropractic helped, you know, and I didn't. Yeah. But there, I was having symptoms like that. Right. There was a time it, – it, I could go on and on, headaches, you know, whatever. So I've always stuck with it. Well, it come – you know, cut to the chase here this year or last year. Mm-hmm. I, I started uh, seeing Dr. Kelly in town specifically because she had a family-oriented practice. Right. We've been to other ones in town, and they didn't work out so well. Well, yeah, the, you know, fine doctors, but the family atmosphere of I'll see your children, the children can come here with you, yeah. you know, drop-in times, just things that you need when you're a parent. Family-friendly. And I started seeing her, just me, though. Mm-hmm. I would bring the children with me for my appointments, but I would see her, and it was fantastic, and she really helped with my lower back, which we talked about on the show. Right. And then after a while, my two oldest girls started going. It was like gradual. Right. And then you can tell what happened with you. Well, and then we had a book signing thing here in Elmhurst, and Dr. Kelly happened to show up to your book signing thing. Yeah. And like the night before, I woke up with this horrible crink. That's your word. I, like I used to make fun of you. Crink for in my use, neck. <laughs> crink in my neck. What's the other word that you use that I make fun of? Crumpled? <laughs> When you crumple up a piece of paper? Yeah, crumple. I don't even know if that's a word. It is a word. Crumple? Crumple is when you take a piece of paper and you roll it up in a ball and it makes that crumple sound. It's what's the, is it onomatopoeia where a sound yeah, is a word? Right. Crumple, 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 crumple. Okay, crumple. So yeah. I had a crink in my crumple. You had, you had a crink in your crumple. So I talked to her and, she, I, you know, I, you, this is the other good thing. You never said, Todd, you need to go see her. Mm-hmm. You know, this is what we do in this family. Mm-hmm. You just kind of led by example and you said, if you want to go, she'll see you. But, well, and one, some things I would say is you had issues with your foot. You had issues with your neck. You had issues with your shoulder. And yeah. I said, you know, you could see Dr. Kelly. And she can address all those things because they're probably all connected. Right. You'd say, yeah, maybe. Right. So it's not like I wouldn't discuss it at all. I would just give the option. Give the option. So I did. And it, it's weird because, like you said, I did have some issues with different parts of my mm-hmm. body. I had a shoulder. I had a neck. And I had a foot. But my neck is the one. Like, I couldn't I couldn't turn my head mm-hmm. a certain way. Um, and she went through the evaluation. And I went – I've been going th- – uh, to her for like the last whatever four or five months mm-hmm. but within three weeks or maybe less than that i had no pain in my neck right and that was the easiest launching point for me to go see a chiropractor because you know it makes sense it mm-hmm. is the neck and the back and mm-hmm. it's all connected as i go see her, as i learn more about it there's more to it than just your neck and your back. So much more. It's overall health. Every and, and again, we're, we're going to spend the next couple months. She's our um, you know, sponsor, so months. we're going to talk about you know chiropractic. But just the the basic thing that we want to make sure people understand is it's not just if you have a neck or back issue. That's a great reason to go in, mm-hmm. or a foot or a leg. Those are great reasons. It's not that that's not going to be helped. It will. But that overall holistic wellness mm-hmm. of your body, everything in your body is connected to your spine. Yeah. So headaches, earaches, um, ear infections, illness. Everything is, is connected. connected to your alignment, right. and so if you know that and you focus on maintenance, it's you. Your immune system is boosted. Mm-hmm. You, I, how often do I get sick? Rarely, very rarely. And right. I, I'm, you know, everyone's like, knock on wood. I'm really not worried about it in that way. If I do get sick, I do. It's mm-hmm. not a stress of mine, but there, it. I feel like my immune system's boosted pretty high. Absolutely, and and I don't pretend to understand it. You know, I didn't go to chiropractic school. Mm-hmm. 
but I, I believe in it. Yes. So is it possible yeah. to not understand it and yet believe in it? Well, and Dr. Kelly does a nice job explaining. Explaining it. Um, which is why, as always, like we felt, we feel about Poofin, we feel about Avid. We're so proud to have them as a sponsor because we really believe in what they do, as you can tell. We have had other opportunities to partner up with other, like there was a, um, what's that, when, when. I remember, but maybe we shouldn't share who it was. Well, I won't say who it was. Oh, okay. But it was the au pair service. Right, yeah. There was a certain au pair service that yeah. wanted to contract, that wanted to partner with us, and we said no because not there's anything wrong with it. It's just it didn't feel warm and fuzzy right. to us. Well, we did we couldn't relate to it on a on a day, on a personal basis. And right? Avid Company is somebody that we have experienced. Poofin is somebody that we, we have believe experienced. in their model. Yeah. And now Dr. Kelly and Tree of Life is some you know we've been going to them for a year, so we can give an honest testimony. Right. We we only partner with companies that we truly believe in. And Tree of Life and Poofin and Avid are all. Um, companies that can do that they we they we believe in them thoroughly and so just basics about tree of life their website is uh cairotree.com cairotree.com and they for you guys who are in elmhurst or the western suburbs the address is five uh five one south spring so or, it's actually not too far down from the yoga shala where i teach or she has clients from that from chicago that come in that's true So you could be from chicago and still come in like i, I was surprised but you know when you find a good chiropractor you want to oh, stick with them i know i used to go to my chiropractor in dekalb for years after after being Even in, though Chicago. You lived in Chicago. Yeah, and so when you find someone you love, you stick with them. And their number is 630-941-8733. That's 630-941-8733. And then let's finish off our other partners. Poofin.com. Yep. Um, and then Avid Company. Yeah. Um, painting, remodeling, all over the Chicago land area. 630-956-1800. And that's avidco.net. A-V-I-D-C-O.net. Great. Back, back to the movie? Back to the movie and other things. Okay, other fun what's, other, what's other fun well, topics? Well, they're kind of random, so I don't want to throw them out yet. So is there anything else about the movie that you wanted to talk about from a parenting... Well, just that going back to the thing about how you're affected by your parents, I, I really goes down to the self-awareness piece again because the one thing that... Um, that focusing on the dad, because really it's the, the the son's turmoil with the dad, is that his dad didn't get what he wanted in life. Mm -hmm. And decided there's this fantastic scene, and again, I'm not giving anything away here, where the dad says, you know, I didn't, I wanted to play the piano and I wanted to play the organ for a living, and I'm not able to do that, and my life is over, mm -hmm. and so I want to. He says that, and it's maybe not verbatim, but something to that effect. My life is done now. I'm focusing on you, and the son is staring at him like, what do you mean your life is over? You're here. Mm -hmm. You're right here. He, there are no words. Mm -hmm. This is not. It's just I knew as I was watching this kid or watching what they're trying to convey is it's this weird thing we become connected to we are our career mm -hmm. or we are our you know that I did that, how much money we make or we are this when you are here living breathing and you have the opportunity to connect to people and do what you love and we put all these restrictions and boundaries on ourselves and then we blame everybody else mm -hmm. and, it, it, and maybe you don't get you know I want to be Madonna and I'm not okay but you can take pieces of that right. and decide what am I going to do with the skills I have and how am I going to enjoy what I do every day and how am I going to love people mm -hmm. and really this movie don't you think the bottom line was love yeah I think it's you know I've I've said many times that there's really two emotions uh, fear and love and right. this one deals with both of them right and everything else is kind of secondary behind it but what I want to say is take it in a little bit different direction is um sometimes people you know you watch the 10 o'clock news and you think the world is just going to hell in a handbag right um and then uh, but what I think is from a parenting let's bring it back to parenting for a second I think our job as parents is to maybe leave the world in a little bit better place than you got it. So let's bring it back to parenting. 
our parents did the best job they could exactly. with the tools that with they the had. With the information they had. And we hear stories about my parents' parents mm-hmm. and your parents' yeah. parents. And it was... Tougher then. Much tougher. And there was less... I don't... Less love wouldn't be... I don't, Not less love. Different style. Lack of awareness. Um, focus on different things. The need, the hierarchy needs were different. Right. You and, know? And I think things are evolving yes. in a better way. Yes. Um, you know, my dad had um, parents that were, let's just say, difficult. Not around. Or not yeah. around. One mm-hmm. wasn't around and the other one had challenges. My mom, same thing. Right. Your parents, you know, your grandparents, it was a different generation. Right. And my goal is, so I was given this gift to flourish from right. my parents. They did a much better job with us right. than their parents did with right. them. In relative terms, meaning their parents did the best they could then, right. and then they took what they had, added to it, gave to us another opportunity. And now, now here we now are. it's our turn to Now thrive. we're parents. So now we are doing our best to raise our girls in a household of love with structure. Right. And, you know, God only knows what they're going to be like as parents. But when people say the world's going to hell in a handbag, I don't know, I look at my friends and all that, and, you know, all all the generation before, it was just a tougher world. Right. And I feel like most of my friends who are parents, and and I think this goes maybe not, I mean, there's exceptions, but it seems like we're doing a better job parenting. Right, I do too. And I try try my best to say that without judgment because our parents did the best they could. Well, and again, it's not, it's like the semantics don't work. You know, the words don't work because it's like not better, but a more evolved, a more self-aware. There was a time when all, you know, if it'd be a few generations ago where you just, it was hand to mouth, you know, could you get enough to eat? Could you get enough food to pay where you were? You know, it was different needs. Mm And now we, and again, there are people listening who are challenged with money and stuff like that too. It's not all about money, but we just have more information. Mm -hmm. We have more connection. We have more ability. And I think what's important, something that I know, part of the reason I believe we are in the world and what I want to convey in the world is we have more choices than we think we do, Mm -hmm. starting with how we're going to view the world. Like you said about love and fear, I can look at a situation and be very afraid, and that is a choice, mm-hmm. right? People say, no, it's just a, it's just scary, period. Right. No, it's the way you're viewing it. And I can also look at a situation and view it through love and have a completely different reaction in my body, right. which makes me feel better, which then helps me respond better when I'm driving, mm-hmm. don't have road rage, respond better to my children, respond better in my work environment. Do you see how it's a choice? Mm-hmm. And, and it's not always that simple. Sometimes That's what we were talking about. I was talking about even when you're in chaos. Sometimes it's really cool to say, but what am I grateful for in this Mm -hmm. chaos? What do I still have? Because that opens up that space for you to be able to see things differently. Right. You know, it, when you change the uh, way you look at things, the things, things you, you look, look at, at change. change. Yeah. And um, so anyway, that's that, that'd probably be the way that I would explain. And what this movie kind of focuses on is, you know, this son grows up and, and he's seeking himself. Mm-hmm. And, and there's really no narration. Sean Penn has maybe two lines. Yeah, he doesn't he talk. He doesn't really talk. That's a weird thing. It's, it's just a But you got to be a, a darn good actor to be able to convey what they convey without words. Yeah, he doesn't really words. say much, does he? <laughs> and you so, know what's going on in him. Yeah. He is completely unsure of who he is. Confused because confused. of his relationship with his parents yeah. and loss that happened. Right. And then there's just a glo- yeah, I don't want to. No, I'll yeah. ruin it. I'll, I'll ruin it. That, but, but I know the scene you're talking about because it was gorgeous. Um, it's um, the good news is it's at Redbox. Yes, it is. One dollar. Toddy likes the uh, Redbox. Well, we were going to download it on our Apple on our iTunes, and it's like five ninety nine. I know. And, and then, then I found it on Redbox. So that's we saved four bucks. I know you like that. That's a lot of brewskis. <laughs> My plant manager at JVI, which is a company I work, whenever he would save the company like twenty dollars, <laughs> he'd always say, "That's a lot of brewskis." <laughs> 
which means you could buy a lot of brewskis for 20 bucks. And I'm laughing because Todd says that all the time. I'll bring home a check, and it may not be a lot, or it may be, and he'll just say, oh, a lot of brewskis. That's a lot of brewskis. <laughs> or I say grocery money. Either right. One. It's grocery money. Either one. So um, should I do my movie line? Well, before you – was there anything else you wanted to talk about? You have this list. Todd has this list of things he writes down. It's my backup list. I know. And I don't I don't have time to talk about most of these things. Well, can I – can we say something real quick? We sure. uh, Like I'll fit this in in one minute. Sure. New Year's resolutions because it's the new year and yeah. everyone's – this is it's January 3rd when people will be listening to this. And it's my mom's birthday. Yay. Happy birthday. Happy birthday, mama. I love you. And um, also that resolutions, guys, do yourself a favor and maybe even change the word resolution. Instead of taking something away from yourselves and self-shaming and say, I'm going to be different this year, I'm going to not eat this and I'm going to work out every day. Instead of shaming yourself and doing something that is difficult, give yourself something. Maybe like give yourself, uh, forgive yourself for something, um, enjoy something more, uh, do something you love. Instead of taking something away. Practice self-love. Practice self-love. It's so simple. Again, it's the way you look at things. Mm-hmm. You know, resolutions have become set in stone, and it's basically about depriving yourself. Yeah, like I'm going to eat healthier. Right. I'm not going to eat any more pizza. Right. Eat your pizza. Eat your pizza eat and it, enjoy it. Enjoy it. Eat it mindfully. Exactly. Taste it. So anyways. So anyway, that's my New Year's thought, and here is Todd's. Uh, here's our movie line, and it has something to do with New Year's, So, and I think most of you will recognize it. So, What does this song mean? My whole life, I don't know what this song means. I mean, should old acquaintance be forgotten? Does that mean that we should forget old acquaintances? It doesn't mean that if we happen to forget them, we should remember them, which is not possible because we already forgot them. Well, maybe it just means that we should remember that we forgot them or something. Anyway, it's about old friends. About old friends. You're my old friend. 20 years, baby. And 10-year anniversary coming up. I know. It's going to be fun. I know. Um, all right, so this is Todd Adams saying farewell. And this is Kathy Adams. 